0: Hello and welcome back for another episode of a Run and Thought podcast, coming to you from on top of a volcano in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. I think I finally halfway got that right. Um, Hopefully this uh, podcast doesn't sound too weird. I'm using a different setting in uh, GarageBand, Tube Vocal. Um, I thought I would change it up a little bit. I used to have a tube amp when I was in high school. It was a Crate Vintage 50 series and it had real tubes inside of it. It wasn't a modeling amp or a emulator. It was a 100% real tube. Um, so I thought I would use the, the tube vocal setting and see how that goes. I don't really listen to these, I just, uh, Talk. I used to listen to them, um, but now I just talk, and then uh, that's it. You guys listen to them, all six of you. Um, but, anyways, yeah. Welcome back for another episode. I've been able to do these a little more frequently. Uh, I've, even though I'm busier now than I used to be, um, I don't spend quite as much time driving back and forth. work and so i'm super happy about that working from home is definitely uh, an awesome thing Uh, But anyways so it's been a pretty good week and hopefully your week has been good as well i actually worked um all day today um but i had yesterday off and hopefully you did too and if you didn't then um i'm sorry but um You'll get another day off another time, I'm sure. Um, I hope everybody had a nice holiday. Um, And then also, I didn't just say that to be a jerk. I actually had to, um, I'm a W2 worker, but I'm contracted through my company that has me as a W2 worker. So I actually had to work 40 hours this week um, to make up for the day that I took off yesterday. And so I'm not trying to be a jerk. when I said that you'll get a holiday another day, okay? Sorry, I shouldn't have been so insensitive. Anyways, um, other than uh, the, the Thanksgiving holiday, the rest of the week's been pretty good for me too, and I hope it's been good for you. I've gotten to do a little more running than um, I had been doing like the, the previous uh, last few weeks. Um, So that was good. Mostly, I've been down at Bayfront in Hilo, and I'm happy to report that uh, the Bayfront no longer smells like um, stale urine. It's uh, free and clear of all unpleasant odors, at least as of uh, today. Um, And it was nice yesterday, and I believe uh, the day before, the last time that I was out there. I didn't go out there yesterday. I actually ran um, Beach Road. Uh, I had to do like a real quick one because I got up at um, 4 around 4 a.m. to start smoking the turkey on the grill. So everything that I made for Thanksgiving this year um, made it outside. So on the grill or inside of the Dutch oven or I've got a clay pot uh, that I use to make kimchi in, sometimes, or I did make kimchi in it a couple times, uh, but it's also a cooking pot, so you can actually cook on the thing, it's uh, ceramic, so I cooked yams inside of that thing, pretty cool, Uh, but anyways, it took a while to cook stuff on, uh, open fire, and, uh, To smoke the turkey on the grill. It took a little while to get it up to the right temperature. So um, as soon as I got done with that I had to rush off down to Beach Road, go for a run, kind of bite my fingernails a little bit. Um, Usually bad things don't happen in HPP but you know I've gotten lucky once uh, down in Hawaiian beaches and so um, there's no guarantee that I won't get lucky twice. So I always am nervous about leaving my truck um, sort of down by the shore and, and going running down there. Uh, the running part doesn't scare me so much as just leaving my my truck. Uh, Cause that super sucked. Um, having to repair all that, even though I, you know, insurance took care of it, but it was, um, I still had to pay some stuff out of pocket, of course, like the deductible. And um, I really could have used that um, 500 bucks for something else, especially because when that happened, um, I had no job, Um, but thankfully, very thankfully, uh, now I'm back at work and um, yeah, very scared of leaving my truck anywhere because to be honest I really don't want to pay another deductible or go through that um, experience again but enough about me, I always change things uh, into a conversation about me. Let's talk about uh, running. So a couple things, I mentioned uh, Bayfront and if you follow my Strava which nobody does. I don't think anybody like legitimately follows another person's Strava to the point that they know each activity that somebody does. But if you happen to glance at it, then you would notice that I did wear my mask as promised um, on my runs along Bayfront. Um, And I found some interesting things out uh, as far as mask wearing goes. And, uh, they're not all cynical, uh, snarky, uh, comments about wearing a mask. Um, I actually found some, some interesting things. And so I will go into that in a minute. Um, I wanted to talk about something else too. Oh yeah. So I totally, you know, up to this time, I've never thought of this. I don't know why, uh, Because one of the things that I'm always wondering, uh, and I'm always too lazy to just continuously look up, is, hey, um, what races are coming up on Big Island? Right? And so Ultra Sign Up is a great resource, if you're not familiar, for trail races, um, ultra marathons, you know, shorter distances. Um, Ultra Sign Up is a great resource ultrasignup.com just like it is normally spelled it's just all one big word ultrasignup.com i'm saying this in case you've never heard of it most people that um are into running trail races or into running ultras already know this and so for for you guys um You can just do something else while I'm talking about Ultra Sign Up. But one of the things I thought that I could do, since I'm always nagging about how um, I wish that I could make this um, podcast more valuable to listeners, um, instead of just a bunch of me talking about miscellaneous stuff. um, One of the things that I I definitely could do is just kind of let... You, the listener, kill two birds with um, one stone. Not have to go through all of that uh, effort to navigate to ultrasignup.com and then put in your filters and uh, look. Uh, sorry, I just got a. I just got a text. A friend in need um, needs me right now. Uh, not not for anything like super urgent, um, but. I'm gonna put this on pause actually and I'll come right back because I'm gonna help this dude out. And well, actually, you know what? I'm not gonna put it on pause because I had a bad experience with that one time. Um, So now I don't edit these at all. I just keep going and going and going. So actually what I'm gonna do is right now, while um, I'm doing this podcast, I'm gonna attempt to multitask. And he just, um, he needs my address to use me as a reference. It's a buddy of mine that I worked with, a super nice guy. He actually, um, he actually helped me when I was doing the Hilo the Volcano one year, um, he was kind of like uh, my one-man crew, and he mixed all my uh, scratch and Gatorade and um, handed me beef jerky because at the time that's that was my strategy. I was actually doing a little test with um, scratch versus beef jerky. I mean, not scratch versus Gatorade, and then I was only doing like uh, I was only eating. Beef jerky. Like, I wasn't doing any, like, Cliff Bar or uh, Ghoul. <laughs> Ghoul. Goo. Sorry. I'm try- <laughs> trying to type my address and uh, also think about uh, my good friend Matt helping me. So, I, man, I really hope I gave him the right address. Anyways, so that's all done. Um, yeah, but anyway, Matt helped me. Um, a bunch of times Matt's awesome he's a cool guy and so just that help with that uh, particular ultra um, it it was excellent actually if you if you want to know I think I've said this before on the podcast Gatorade um, like one thumb down not two thumbs down but definitely one thumb down um, scratch you know two thumbs up and and also um, one toe so two thumbs one toe up for scratch and then one thumb down for um Gatorade so I hope that makes sense to you um basically what I noticed with the Gatorade is that I got a serious sugar crash um after drinking it and then um yeah so now I knew this was going to happen he is asking me He's asking me if it's my mailing address. Addresses are confusing if you're not from Hawaii and don't know about the, the mail situation here. I'll, I will enlighten you. So because most areas are so rural, 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 Um, and it would be like not that cost effective or safe really to have a mail carrier go to like all the areas what will happen um, and then also too because some places just plain out don't have um mailboxes so what happens most of the time on big island at least um at least on the the windward side, which is the side that faces California, um, more or less. Uh, if uh, if you don't have a mailbox, then you go to like a private mailbox, or you get on a waiting list for like several years to get a post office box. To me, like I, I would rather pay for the private mailbox um, because with the post office box, you're still like. Um, you still have to follow the post office schedule. So their schedule is not as uh, liberal as the um, the private mailbox, or at least that's been my experience. And plus, there's always like a line out the door at the post office. Sorry, post office. I love you, post office, but I just don't want to have to deal with you every single day to get my mail. Um, anyways, I digress. So yeah ultra sign up don't even bother checking just listen to my podcast i'm going to tell you everything that's on ultra sign up for um the big island and i'm going to do that every time i do one of these podcasts the only problem is every time i do one of these podcasts isn't that um uniform or uh The frequency is scattered so sometimes i'll do one of these uh, pretty frequently and then sometimes there'll be long gaps and so hopefully i can keep this up uh frequently enough to where this part will be useful but uh, anyways so i'm on ultra sign up right now and i've set all of my filters to show me things within 300 miles of my zip code which um, if you're familiar with big island that's probably going to cover everything um on Big Island and probably some stuff on Maui. I don't know. Um, but anyways, so what's coming up for Big Island? Well, on Saturday, November 28th, which is tomorrow, I do believe, there is the Bakoa Combo Platter, um, which is going to be in Ninole. And that's 100 Kilometers, 50 kilometers, and a 16 miler. Um, also, there are two really long ultra marathons um, Go Big, and that is based in Hilo, but I don't know where the race actually starts. It may start in Hilo, not sure. But um, there's the Go Big 260 miler which um, the date says Saturday, December 26, 2020. Um, but I'm thinking, if I remember correctly, the 260-miler may actually start on Monday. But don't quote me on that. If you're at all interested in that, I'm, in, I'm sure you probably um, already know the answer to this, um, and you also don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, The Gobeg 100 miler also says Saturday, December 26, 2020, and I believe that to be the actual start date for that um, particular event. And so um, if you need details for any of these, just go to Ultra Sign Up, and then you can can look for these races by name, or you can do a zip code search. Um, New Year's Cheers is coming up on saturday january 23rd 2021 Um, that is a six hour Um, for those of you that are not familiar that means that you just keep going for six hours and see um, how many miles you can do in six hours Um, there's also a 5k and a three hour Um, so you just keep going for three hours see how many miles you can do the Bacoa Spring Fling, um, oh, and by the way, that New Year's Cheers is in Volcano Hawaii. Um, Bacoa Spring Fling is on Saturday, February 20th, 2021. And that is a 50 kilometer and a 100 miler. Um, if you're not familiar, 50K is, I believe, somewhere around... 31 miles, I think, that's right, something like that, it's around 30-ish miles, Um, but yeah, Apricola Spring Fling, uh, February 20th, and that is in Ninole, I'm probably saying that wrong, if I am, sorry, Um, under the moon is a 200 kilometer, 100 kilometer, and 50 kilometer and that's going to be on Saturday, June 26, 2021. That's, you know, pretty far out. But that's also um, showing Hilo as the city. I, I don't know if those are the actual start places for for some of these, um, these cities that they've listed. Uh, or if that's just where the race director lives. Uh, <laughs> or where the packet pickup is. So but yep, that's it. There's six, Um, and that's actually pretty good, considering uh, the times, man, and I'm sure if you wanted to, you could get on Strava, or you could get online. Um, Probably social media has, and I, yeah, social media, just generic. Um, There's probably all kinds of Uh, Quote unquote virtual races listed that you can pay good money to run a distance that you could have run anyway for free. But uh, who am I to judge? Um, Get your bling and um, yeah, post your selfies on social media and on Strava. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so that's it. Those are the races, and then I will try to just do that every time. And so there was um, one whole ounce of utility out of this whole podcast so with that out of the way um back to talking about running along bayfront and the um the mask actually first um i'm going to tell you about yesterday's run along beach road it was pretty good so i think i expressed my um, disgust from my last run along beach road where somebody it looked like a contractor had thrown out like all their demolition stuff in huge 40 gallon trash bags like one about every 10 feet all the way down um beach road like as as far as i ran anyway until i turned around um but yeah so there was all kinds of trash bags but it looks like since then somebody has come and uh, cleaned those up so whoever did that um, thanks a lot Um, somebody also unfortunately went behind them and threw out a hot water heater and i think some more car parts so there's some there's some car engines down on beach road if you're um, in the market for something like that you can get them for completely free uh, down on beach road But anyways, Um, okay. Other than that, yesterday, surprisingly sunny, it had been, it's been raining, uh, just sheets of rain, Um, just prolific, um, amazing amounts of rain in Hilo for the last probably month, I guess, I would have to say. It seems like it's been a month of nothing but just solid, continuous, um, hateful rain, um, which is great for the plants. It's horrible for um, your vitamin D levels and um, getting out to 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 do activities. But um, but the plants love it. Anyways. Um, yesterday it cleared it broke we had uh, a break in the pattern and it was sunny out and so it was warm and humid and i got to go for a run along beach road and there wasn't that many people out so bonus um and yeah there wasn't that many cars on beach road and it wasn't dusty because all the ground was soaking wet so that was cool and I didn't get, I didn't step like ankle deep into a uh, mud puddle, but I'll tell you what did happen, some cackjacker jacker um, in a Tacoma sped up, like gassed it through a puddle, like a mud puddle, right, I was maybe, I was less than a mile from finishing up my run and uh, just splashed muddy water all over me, what a jerk. But, uh, yeah, Anyways, you got to let stuff go, man. Um, other than that, great. And then I made it home precisely at the time that I wanted to, enough time to get it cleaned up, and then uh, meet my friend that came over to have Thanksgiving dinner with me and my family. So that was cool. And then uh, the rest of the day we ate food and drank. and watched a movie and I had already seen it. I think it's called, what is the movie? Let me actually look it up. It's um, Andy Samberg, I think it's called Palm Springs. I think, yes it is, 2020 film, Palm Springs. Um, If you haven't seen it, it's pretty funny. It's got that guy, J.K. Simmons, the um, uh, farmer's insurance, bald-headed guy. Um, But yeah, the whole thing, hilarious. But I re-watched that and um, watched my friend laugh because it was the first time that um, he had seen it. And then we just uh, shot shot the S-word and noodled around on the guitar. Um, and yeah, I fell asleep in the hammock watching some other show, I don't even remember what. So it was a good day and my puppy dog is getting older, um, or is getting old, old. He was asleep in his little bed right next to me. Um, so all in all, a good day. We had the um, fire going outside in the fire pit um I've got a bunch of ohia that I've cut down you know in the from the yard and so you really can't move the stuff because it you know it risks um transporting um rapid ohia death the the fungus or whatever that causes that so I just cut it we just use it for um firewood on the fire pit but anyways I'm making this story way longer than it really needs to be. It was a good day, put it like that. So now, finally, I'll get back to the thing that I promised I was going to talk about. Um, Mask wearing. Uh, It started off just as a courtesy because I felt horrible, Um, as I mentioned, I think on the last podcast, running through um, Volcano National Park. And um, there was more people than I'm used to seeing there. Like, it's starting to sort of pick back up, at least the the trail part, and um, I was kind of um, uh, feeling a little bit guilty, a little bit um, ashamed that I didn't have a mask on for for my running activities. And if you didn't catch the explanation as to why, um, the reason is it's going to get soak and wet anyway and so water is a excellent vector um, for all kinds of bacteria and viruses like they they love um, wet stuff and so if you're sweating and then you're like just blowing on a mask all that moisture is going everywhere anyway so it really negates the purpose of the of wearing the mask in the first place so uh, anyways, I didn't wear one for that reason, and because um, I just don't usually see that many people. Like it, it's not like it used to be uh, a year ago. So, um, but more people, and then some of them were like horrified to see me coming down the trail with uh, no mask on. And so I decided that from now on, I will wear the mask just to comfort them or give them a false sense of security. Not because I don't believe that masks work. I believe that dry masks definitely work, but I don't think that wet masks do. And Maybe I'm just stupid, but that's my thought. Um, anyways. Anyways. So I started wearing masks when I run in populous areas um, or high, high traffic um, locales. So Bayfront qualifies for that. And I've just been wearing this little paper mask, like the disposable kind. And um, a couple things that I've learned while wearing a mask, they, they are useful. Um, the first thing that they're useful for is if you've got hot breath, right? If your breath stinks, okay, like you drink a lot of coffee and it's just yuck, and maybe you haven't brushed your teeth in a little bit, um, when you put that mask on, you're gonna know exactly where you stand, right? You start breathing heavy. um, You know what's up right away. Like you know if you need to work on your oral hygiene, or if you're good to go. And so I learned that lesson the hard way um, the first day that I wore a mask. It's not that I don't have good oral hygiene. I brush my teeth twice a day every day. It's just that I guess on that particular day, the combination of things that I had eaten and the um, coffee that I had drank, my breath was hot, man. Like it was just hot, stank breath. And uh, having that mask on really opened my eyes to just how um, smelly my breath actually was. Sorry, I just bumped up a microphone. But anyways, so that was a good, teachable moment. And I've made sure to brush my teeth before <laughs> I go running. Now, um, just so I don't have to, to deal with that. And so I'm sorry for anybody else that uh, maybe had to deal with, um, with my rank breath um, ever in, in my life. Cause I never noticed that it was so stinky. Um, or, or it was that particular day. I hope that it's not on a regular basis. Uh, today it didn't seem to be terrible. Um, but so, yeah, so that's one good thing that you can learn from a mask. I don't know if it works the same in the cloth mask as it does with the paper ones, but, um, I was using a paper mask for this uh, experiment. So that's number one. And then number two, um, I actually realized today, uh, so when I'm running, one of the things that I try to do is I try to breathe through my nostrils exclusively. So in other words, there's no, um, I don't expend enough effort to where I am inhaling and exhaling through my mouth. So I'll put an asterisk next to that statement and say exhaling through the mouth is not quite as bad as um, inhaling through the mouth. You want to inhale through your nose. And so my understanding for the reason why is a couple things. Uh, number one, you got nasal uh, conchi, like spiral-shaped um, physical attribute to the inside of your nose, and it kind of um, sucks air in that spiral and gets it um, nice and like, humidified. Also, you got hairs in your nose that filter um, particulates out of the... Um, the air that you're breathing in. And so filtration and humidification, and that's why you wanna breathe through your nose. That's one reason. Um, the other reason is sort of a, um, not psychological, psychokinetic, I don't know. I, big words confuse me. Uh, but it breathing through your nose tends to not make you um, I guess, agitated. Breathing through your mouth is actually, think of somebody when they're blowing in and out of the paper bag, like they're hyperventilating. What are they doing? They're breathing in and out through their mouth. And by the way, I think science has proven that that paper bag thing doesn't work. But um, what you can do to calm down, though, is you can breathe exclusively through your nose. I guess my understanding is that when you start breathing through your mouth that actually like um sets off a sort of a panic mechanism and so you i guess your heart begins to beat faster and then you start to move into like this uh, anxiety panic state i don't know i don't know if i buy into this a hundred percent but um wim hof is actually an interesting guy (laughs) That does a lot of stuff with breathing i had a friend um recommend his book um it's been like gosh like 5 or 6 years ago and i was like yeah 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 whatever but actually his stuff does work and i found that the the breathing is super helpful um to just reset kind of but my point is check out Wim Hof um, check out breathing ins- exercises that you can do. But um, breathing in and out through your nose is um, good. There's also uh, another another guy that is an advocate for breathing in and out through your nose is um, Laird, Laird, Laird Hamilton. Um, he is a super big wave server um, that lives over on the island of Kauai. I believe he's married to Gabriel Reese, the um, volleyball player. Uh, I'm trying to find, I believe it's XRT. That's um, their program. They've got, um, oh, XPT, I'm sorry. XPT Extreme Performance Training. Um, part of that regimen is actually breathing, and I believe they advocate for breathing in and out of your nose, too. But I would have to, yeah, I don't know for sure. I've heard Laird, Leard, Laird, Laird, I think it's Laird, Laird, I've heard Laird talk about it before about um, breathing through the nose as opposed to the mouth. And so how does this relate to the mask? Well, today, as um, predicted, the mask got super wet, right? It was saturated with water. And so what happens when the mask gets saturated with water? It's no longer porous. It's got water all over it. And so it just becomes like a, um, um, not a valve, but just, solid piece of uh, whatever you may as well have like a piece of rubber on the front of your face and so you're breathing in and out through your nose no problem right the mask sort of stays where it's supposed to because there's just not enough vacuum or suction Uh, breathing through your nostrils I guess it's like evenly distributed and just not that much and plus it's pointed straight down um, but when i started breathing through my mouth because sometimes i do that sometimes i slip up like especially after i drink um, from the bottle like i I'm, it might take me a minute to sort of like catch my breath back up and so I'll sometimes breathe through my mouth just reflexively like i don't even realize i'm doing it um so i slapped my mask back on after i took a drink on my bottle and um, I was breathing through my mouth and the mask just kept getting sucked into my mouth and I thought, hmm, that's annoying. But then I started breathing through my nose and the mask was fine. Like it didn't move in or out. Um, so I came to realize that that little cheap paper mask is actually um, a good training tool for breathing in and out through your nose um, because when you breathe through your mouth you get like a big mouthful of uh, mask and you don't really get that much air Um, so it's like the same effect of uh, having a plastic bag over your head or something um, when you're breathing through your mouth in and out but you breathe in and out through your nose no problem so that was another good use for the mask mask Sorry, I'm trying to like slip in a drink of uh, water so I'm just gonna go ahead and, and do it. Sorry, I just don't wanna make like a bunch of noise with me drinking and then like gulping water. Um, this, I'm sure this is annoying enough for everybody just hearing me talk for an hour um but anyways so that that was the cool thing or two things that um i found that make the um the mask useful and so i don't know i don't really need the mask i don't guess for those purposes like now that i'm aware that i should brush my teeth more and um or more than two times a day and that um I mean, I'm already pretty self-aware with the breathing in and out of my mouth. I I can rein that in without wearing the mask, but it's good to know. It's good to, to pass that information on. Um, if you're having trouble with that, just um, wear a paper mask, and then that will help you learn to breathe in and out through your nose, which you should be anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think I spent the last couple podcasts talking about like getting, not really getting, well, getting started sort of kind of, um, with running or getting back into running like with, um, with little aches and pains and what to expect and then sort of what to do. Um, and I forgot if I've mentioned this sometimes or actually all the time, I'm, I'm really bad about, um, being, uh, I don't guess it's like em- empathy. Um, I'm I'm really bad about taking for granted. Uh, I guess like the the um, progress. Like I don't want to like sound pretentious. I'm trying to word this so so like I, I'm bad at taking for granted like the fact that I've been running a pretty good while. And so um, there's things that I don't experience that people that are new to um, running are going to experience as far as like aches and pains and um, questions that have no answer um, seemingly. And so um, a lot of the answers that you get with uh, running, you get uh, through time. And it's it's kind of little epiphanies that you have based off of... uh, trial and error and um, experience and so I'm I'm fortunate to have been able to run long enough to to get to a point where I know what works for me and uh, what doesn't and so everybody that's listening to this you'll have to do the same thing Um, but there are some some things that you can sort of do that are kind of universal um, to help, and one of the things that I neglected to mention, I believe, I've, I've said it before, but I don't think I mentioned it in the context of um, the, the most recent two or th- two podcasts that, that I've done on sort of getting started, but um, one of the things that I always do uh, to get started on a run, because I do run quite frequently and i've got a bad problem with not really wanting to get started and so um i do this for two reasons um i start each run off with a walk for two reasons number one it's good for the body right it gives you some adjustment time kind of like lets the um, synovial fluid slosh around, um, everything get sort of like lubed up, limber, stretched out, whatever. Um, just a just a teeny little bit, like warmed up, um, and then also, it's a nice little trick that you play on your mind, um, that you're making your your Brain and I guess your body think that you're just going to go for a little walk, right? And then you go ahead and surprise it with um, starting to run. So for me, I usually, anywhere from a quarter of a mile um, to half a mile, I will begin each run with a walk. And it's not like a slow walk, it's kind of like a walk with a purpose, right? It's not a power walk. Like this is not your sixty-year-old um, um, grandma or, or whatever uh, power walking with a sun visor and um, velour sweats. This is not that. Uh, it's somewhere in between that and just a brisk walk, right? And so that's what I do, uh, and I'll do that for like I say, a quarter of a mile to a half a mile. And it seems a little excessive, but um, a whole half a mile of just uh, walking. But you know what, it goes by pretty fast. And um, I find, especially in Hawaii, that's one of the, um, the benefits of being in such a humid and hot environment, is that sweat starts to accumulate pretty quick. And so, um, of course results may vary it depends on your your body but um for me that magic place where i've got enough this is going to sound gross but it it is what it is i've got when i've got enough sweat like in the frictional parts of my body like the armpits um etc um when i've got enough sweat to kind of like loosen that up a little bit um is right around that half mile mark and it's so much better to start running than than to like rub your dry arms uh (laughs) like already be chafed uh right from the gate uh right from the jump so um half a mile walking usually works for me and two there's a thing that happens like when you're when you run you don't typically appreciate the environment that much i mean not as much as if you're just like casually walking and turning your head and looking around um there's things that i've not seen while i was running then i stop and look around it's like oh how did i miss that you know um so yeah start off each activity with a little walk And I think I mentioned stretching and I mentioned the the two yoga poses that I like to do, but that I don't know the names of, but they're highly effective. Um, But yeah, definitely start each run off with a a walk. Um, That's helpful for me, at least. Um, And I don't have a whole lot more... If you didn't know, ACDC has a new album and I really like it. It's called Power Up and um, it sounds like every other ACDC album, but that's kind of what I like about them. They're pretty consistent. Like you sort of know what you're in for when you listen to an ACDC uh, uh, record. But anyway, so they've got a new one and uh, I like it. It's cool. And so I just I thought I would share. That with everybody, um, kids ask your parents before you start listening to ACDC. Uh, everybody else, you should um, you should definitely check out Power Up. They've got it. It's um it's on Spotify, of course, but uh, good stuff. I like it. Um, I'm going to Volcano tomorrow, I believe, um, if everything. Um, goes as planned. My friend is going to ride his bike down Chain of Crater's Road and I'm going to be the get back up guy. So while he's riding his bike from I guess the park entrance down Chain of Crater's Road, I am going to drive down um, and park to kind of the trailhead for the um, Petroglyphs trail and then I'm going to go. I think the opposite direction. I'm either going to do the um, escape road, or I'm going to go out along the uh, coastal trail, like opposite of petroglyph and um, run out there. It just depends on you know what the what the weather is looking like and uh, what kind of time I'm looking at. I'm not really sure how long it's going to take him to to bike down Chain of Crater's Road. He may actually, um, he may slide down portions of that. Uh, Hopefully not, but it's, uh, seems like it would be pretty, a pretty exciting ride. Um, I like to take things slow. I've actually run up it, not all of it, but a good portion of it. Um, And, don't remember. I've run up and down, you know, portions of it. And one thing that I recall, and I've said this before, is, you know, it's just, it's a road. So I hate running on roads because cars, right? It's not super good for your joints either, because all that um, compaction, or there's no compaction, and um, all the shock this is going into your body and then also um, it's more it's hotter it's not more hotter it's just hotter because uh, the sun's beating off the asphalt right back on you and then uh, the cars are danger danger tubes going down the road so and then people don't pay attention especially out there like I, it's not even better right now with um, with no Taurus, okay, and nothing against Taurus, um, Taurus are human beings, and I don't, like, um, I don't shun you, um, we're all kind of Taurus, like, we're just Taurus in the world, we're not, nobody's here permanently, okay, so now that we've gotten that out of the way, Um, what I'm trying to say is that when people come here and they're not used to being here, it's super exciting because Hawaii is beautiful. It's a lovely place. So people get kind of like caught up in that and they forget that you have to like drive safely or you can't take the selfie while you're, or not selfie, you can't take like the panoramic um, uh, scenery, um, the, the picture of the vista. Like while you're driving, like you have to actually stop, and so they're not paying attention to the pedestrian or the the bicyclist or whatever. and so um, it, it's um, what's the word? Not disturbing. It is disturbing if you're the the runner or the um, pedestrian or the the biker, but um, it's distressing to be on the the road um, in the park or anywhere when there's somebody that's driving that's not paying attention or otherwise. So generally I try to stay off the roads. I got nothing against roads or drivers. It's just runners, walkers, stuff like that. I just don't, yeah, I don't think that they should go on the road, but that's just, that's just me. I, how do I do this? How do I get into um, my soapbox about um, a factual story? like an objective fact that we're probably going to Volcano, okay, my friend's going to ride his bike down. Yeah, I don't know. I get off on tangents. But yeah, so hopefully that goes really well and he'll like going down that hill. That's a big old hill. Um, and yeah, so that's the plan. So I'm, I'm looking forward to either uh, overcast, maybe slightly rainy day and sort of like watching my step on some lava rock or down um, on a big old long gravel road if I go through um, the evacuation route. Hopefully it won't be thundering. Uh, I think they got some thunder and lightning. I may be wrong, but that's just what the weather was saying for, I think, yesterday um, up in Volcano. But supposedly it's going to be sunny on uh, saturday and then also again on sunday so we'll see how it goes it gets so hot out there when there's no cloud cover so i'm hoping it's not that kind of hot but i'm gonna bring plenty of sunscreen and plenty of water Um, i actually thought about i don't know why i have never thought about this before but um it would be great to do kind of um like a self um what's the word like uh what's the phrase like a a self-aid station uh run like just have um park your vehicle in a central location and then uh just do a bunch of uh, trails and then have you know like a couple pizzas or something like in your in your truck, and then a bunch of you know, like ice and uh, everything you'd need, everything you'd find at the aid station, and then just do like a some kind of crazy big uh, figure eight type thing, to where you would end up at the at your quote unquote aid station um, every every you know like ten miles or something like that. I don't know if you could find. Like the uh, configuration of uh, trails to do that, sort of switch it up. That would be cool. I don't think. Sorry, getting tired. Um, I don't think I'm gonna do that for tomorrow. Um, Because my friend will be there. I don't wanna keep him waiting. Yeah, so gonna do that. And then I I would like to get back up Mauna Kea. I would like to run on um, Mount Road again, so who knows? Maybe that is in the cards for Sunday, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, so I don't know how long this is gone because uh, the little recorder tape, it's not scrolling. So it looks like we're... Not even to two thousand, if I remember correctly, two thousand is uh, around. Because it's going by beats. I think you can change it. Yeah, you can change its time. There we go. So fifty-four minutes and fifteen seconds. We've we've done this. I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up because I'm tired. Um, actually, the other reason too, and I thought I would mention this: there is. Um a new series on showtime, and it's got uh john c. riley um Fred Aremisson, and then another person I forgot who the other person is um oh yeah, uh, Tim heidecker. From uh, Tim and Eric. Awesome show. Moonbase 8. I think that it's kind of um, like an answer to the Steve Carell um, what was the one on Netflix? Um, Space Force. (laughs) So Um, It looks interesting. I'm a big fan of John C. Riley. Like, I, my first introduction to him really was in um, Step Brothers, and then I kind of started watching a bunch of other stuff that he was in prior to that. And so I think Walk Hard, if I'm not mistaken, Walk Hard came out before Step Brothers. I could be wrong on that, but I had never seen Walk Hard. Holy crap. Like I've never laughed so much in my life watching uh, Walk Hard. You couldn't, you couldn't even make that movie today, and it's not even that old of a movie. But you could never get away with it. It was hilarious, though. Um, and then of course, like Step Brothers. I could never. I own that movie. I got it on DVD, and uh, I w- will watch it still. Like every time it's on uh, TV or. Whatever streaming service or whatever, I love that movie, but uh, but anyways, uh, I'm gonna cut this off and then maybe I'll do another one um, sometime this weekend. But yeah, so hopefully some part of this uh, was helpful for you. I have got the Reddit um, channel, the subreddit set up, so it's uh, r slash running thought. Um, and that's R-U-N-N-I-N with no G um, because I'm edgy. Um, I run and thought and that's on Reddit. And so that one, you can just, you can put whatever you want on it. But um, I mainly set it up just so there was a more popular forum for people to post questions or, um, you know, comments, suggestions, whatever. Don't troll because I... I won't read those, and I, I don't really care um, about your trolling type opinions. Um, but I'm definitely always interested in like how I can add value or be of some um, assistance to people that are just starting out or, or interested in running. Um, how I can help you not make the same silly, silly mistakes that I made um, in I'm sure a lot of other people do, starting out. Marketing is a hell of a drug. Um, some, a lot of people get fished in. I, I was definitely one of those people. But um, but yeah, I try to cut through the, the BS and just give advice that um, people can use. And so if there's any questions that you have, ask me, and uh, I wanna help you um, be the best runner that, uh, you can be and also feel good um, and feel good about yourself. Yep. So, yeah. So go to, to Reddit and check that out. Leave some comments or whatever. Um, if you want to be on the podcast, then let me know too. Even if you don't run, but you're just interested in it, I mean, I think it's good to have kind of an eclectic um, variety uh, people on the podcast so that everybody's sort of represented and there's um, there's opportunity for discussion on like all different kinds of levels. So that's my, my goal. That's my dream. Uh, so if you're interested on, on join, in joining me, then uh, please do. If you're in if you're on Big Island or just in the islands, In general um it would be awesome to talk to you just as a person but then also to have you on the podcast too to get some more insight because i'm sure that there's people out there that know way more about um good trails and um good tips and stuff than just me just my little knowledge um also to i'll just give a shout out to um Dr. Michael Garrison over on Oahu. I just got a, a little ping on my, um, my watch. It looks like he, his um, company, Hawaiian, Hawaii Running Lab. Um, also, before I'm, I'm, well, let me just mention this first. So Hawaii Running Lab, uh, he is doing the Meli Kalikimaka, Marathon 5K, 10K, um, and you can go to his website. That's going to be November 18th through December 15th. Runners will have until December 31st to upload their results. And so you can go to his website. It's um, hawaiirunninglab.com, I do believe. I uh, don't think it's got the address. But yeah, go check that out. It's Virtual Races. But he's a good guy and I've actually um, paid for his good advice and you can too. You know, all the times that I say on this show, uh, on this show, on this podcast, uh, all the times where I say you should consult uh, an expert, that is an expert. That's a good guy to um, consult. So please look up um, Hawaii Running Lab. Even if you don't live in Hawaii, that's a great guy to talk to about um, any kind of um, questions, uh, you know, injuries, uh, diet, um, running programs, whatever. Talk to him. He's a really nice guy and he knows his stuff. So um, Hawaii Running Lab and then at the, at the very least you can get some pretty cool um, gear to wear out on the road or the trail. And um, you can maybe join a virtual race if you want to do that too. But um, yeah, I forgot if there was anything else that I wanted to mention, but uh, but yeah. So I guess I'll end that, I'll end this there because my dog, my other dog is getting antsy and she's telling me that it's time to, um, to cut it out. And I want to watch this, uh, Moonbase 8 think i was mostly just talking about john c riley at this point anyway but um but yeah i hope that you have a good weekend and i'll do another one of these soon um, maybe before the weekend's out but uh, yeah get out there and do some walking um trick your body into some running and um be nice to each other and uh stay safe talk to you next time